0: now it's brace for impact and i'm your host mike gilbert and i'm joined as always by jd by god oliva how you doing jd i'm really good man how you doing doing good man doing good man great week Uh, great uh lots of cool things happen lots of cool things happening in pro wrestling lots of cool things happening with this podcast right here we uh we are doing something kind of cool, kind of unique. I talked to our buddy BQ over at the Impact Lounge, and uh, we, we're going to go ahead and upload this video to the Impact Lounge. So we welcome him in the uh, Impact Lounge audience. He's got about 7,000 subscribers on YouTube. So welcome. If this is your first time listening to myself and JD, uh, come on, join us, man. Join us over on the Fight Game Media Network. We're in uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your favorite podcast apps. So go ahead and check us out. Give us a download there. Give us a shout we blue
1: wire guys now
0: yeah yeah we're on the blue wire hustle or not hustle we're like the regular blue wire network now so yeah big time
1: we're big time now
0: that that is that is big time man there's some big time like nfl players and stuff mm-hmm. like that that are on uh, the blue wire network so we're really excited about that
1: um, we are we are legit we are a legit podcast and a legit podcast network and uh we're moving on up yeah, moving on up. So uh, Impact Lounge, guys, why don't you go ahead and join
0: us? I don't know if some of you guys recognize me from uh, the Impact Republic podcast that I've done with uh, with BQ in the past. He and I just have not been able to connect, but we I still wanted to be able to, to do something cool for the Impact Lounge, Faithful, and, and produce some content for that channel. So uh, I'm excited to be here on the, on their YouTube this week. And then, as always, we're right here on the Fight Game Media Network on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your Fiverr Podcast apps. So, J.D., man um hey we had i thought we had another solid solid show this week um what well, wasn't the best that i've seen recently but i mm. still thought that it was that it was solid i you know there was you know probably more talking than i would have preferred although the talking was good if that makes sense but uh, other than
1: that a solid effort tonight what, you want to hear a hot take let's hear it favorite episode of the year really Really, I I like the stories, man. I like good storytelling, and this was a super heavy. This is weird. This show and Dynamite were really similar this week. They they were, but really similar. Yeah impact was taped like three weeks ago (laughs) very true very good point it's like both shows were super heavy on storytelling this week but Mm -hmm. like for the best like sometimes i think storytelling and wrestling gets a bad rap because raw is so awful and it's nothing but for an hour so Mm -hmm. like that gives like like long promos a bad rap i thought both both shows this week did two extended talking segments that were really engaging. Yeah. I thought this was I thought this was a really good show this week. Like yeah. I thought Josh knocked it out of the freaking park, man. Oh I can't gosh. wait to talk about it. Like this was yeah. this was good TV. Yeah.
0: No, I, I I agree. I really did like the show. I still think that the episode after Hard to Kill was my favorite episode. So better wrestling. I
1: said- better yeah. wrestling on that one for yes sure.
0: so um but if i had to rank them i think this would be right behind it but yeah again uh another another good episode impacts on a role in 2022 mm-hmm. um so we'll, we'll go ahead and kick it off with some uh bti talk uh lady frost defeated alicia cool and that's talking bti <laughs> you know i i they did show a clip in the actual episode they did and lady frost hit a uh hit a moonsault that didn't even come close to alicia
1: and that uh, was, <laughs> that is what they chose to go with. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's like you said, this show was shot weeks ago. And they went, ah, we'll show the botched moon spot, moonsault spot that people could easily have missed by not watching BTI. Because let's be honest, you're not watching BTI. Yeah. But we're going to make sure, we're going to make sure <laughs> you see this blown-ass <laughs> yeah. spot. It's a good call, yeah. guys. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, it, it's taped. They could just, you know, edit it out or whatever or just not show it. But they or do the, the
1: WWE thing or do it again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, do it again. Like they made. Dude, there's a story about Vince in the in the 80s. He made the I think it was the Brainbusters and the Heart Foundation or something like that. Wrestled yeah. twice on TV. Like the same taping. He was like, "No, not good enough. You're professionals. Go do that match again." And mm-hmm. they went and did the same match again. People were like, "What is going on here?" But they don't care. And like that's that I mean, like I hate WWE, but it's that attention to detail that made them the market leader, mm-hmm. right? They don't have that attention to detail anymore. But like. No that's the thing is like, you don't, and when you screw up, you don't have to shine a spotlight on it and go, Hey, look, we messed up. don't I, I don't know, man, one step forward or two steps forward, one step back sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, it, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. It it's not, just, it's just kind of funny, to, but you don't have right. to do
1: it though. Like yeah. they, why shine
0: yeah, they wanted to, they wanted to present Giselle Shaw. That's their new signing. Um, They could have done that without showing the damn moonsault. <laughs>
1: And because she was on the show later, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I won't yeah. harp on this because it's BTI and BTI um, is doesn't matter. So, no. you know, why talk about it?
0: Yeah. Despite having better production, it doesn't count BTI. No. So uh, the show opened with Josh Alexander, the aforementioned Josh Alexander, who came down to the ring and said that for the last few weeks. He'd been out there to talk uh, about the Impact World title, but the one thing he cared more for was Impact Wrestling itself. He said that at no surrender, he'll go to war against Honor No More and then addressed Moose and Morrissey and said that he wants the next title shot. Um, and that brought up that while Scott Demore keeps telling him that he needs to keep his emotions in check, see, he's smart. Morrissey is out there running wild. So he I, I like the fact that he actually brought up that Morrissey is literally doing the same thing that
1: Josh is being accused of. So, what we talked about so we've been yeah. talking about for weeks and i like and i said at the time this is on purpose mm-hmm. this is storyline they're doing this intentionally i was ahead i'm gonna call come up you know got all my flowers <laughs> i it. was ahead on the scott demore's evil take and yes. i was right because like today it was a soft heel turn it was like a heel no. like it was like a heel like weave like we're not quite at the turn yet but we're like we're like you know we're, we're on the on-ramp basically yeah like it's coming
0: Yep. Uh, Alexander said that no surrender. He'll defend impact. But whoever walks out with the title that night, he's coming to get them. Uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, Big Con, the former Conor, Connor, Connor, uh, from the Ascension. The Ascension.
1: Yeah uh everyone's least favorite legion of doom ripoff (laughs) yeah
0: yeah um comes down to the ring to absolutely no ovation (laughs) like the uh the audience could not have gave less of a shit about uh big con and what a creative name from old big con you know what my name was connor and i'm big big con it is
1: so congratulations on your creativity pal the big con yeah, sure. You know, I misread that at first because I don't read spoilers and I thought it was Khan from Ring of Honor uh, of oh. Shane Taylor Promotions and I went, oh, oh, yeah. Well, that would have
0: been That's cool. I did. <laughs> but no, instead we get yeah, this. That would have uh, been cool. Yeah. So we get this uh, big jacked up eight with bad Tanner. So
1: Where, where are we going to find more guys to blow the dust off of for Josh to squash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Alexander knew why he was there, but he wasn't waiting another minute. So they start the match, and then immediately Josh Alexander squashes him, gets him to tap out to the ankle lock uh, in his street clothes, by the way. And then after the bell, Alexander kept the ankle lock on. Security comes out. Uh, Scott DeMore comes down. Josh pushes him down, tries to, while well, DeMore's trying to calm him down. Uh, then the fans turn on DeMore saying, you deserve it. Uh, Give him the the big chant um and then after
1: everything go ahead i'll say this for big con he works quick like yeah. he got a full day's rate to come out get squashed in 30 seconds yeah good, yeah. Good. yeah good good for him man that is the big con actually Absolutely. that that
0: was that was good for him, man. We were in a con man business and that guy conned his way into some money, man.
1: Yes, he did. Full, full rate right from impact for coming on and getting killed by Josh <laughs> Alexander and then going back to the golf course. So, you know, kudos to you, big con, sir.
0: Yeah. He's ba- back to whatever bark bar he bounces at. Mm-hmm. So there you <laughs> go. <laughs> so after everything calmed down, Demore talked to Alexander about their relationship and some sentimental stuff about Alexander's wedding. Um, you know, uh, Demore was at Alexander's wedding, uh, uh, he's married to Jade Chung, A little whole thick. Thing. laid yeah. it on a little thick, laid it on, but you know, they're just, they're laying yeah. it out there, man, saying, Hey, look, it, this relationship didn't mm-hmm. start an impact. He's known this guy for a long time. He is mm-hmm. actually personal friends with him. Um Sorry, I lost my train of thought. So Demore, no. yeah. So sorry, yeah. Demore said he only cares about becoming a world champion and becoming the flag bearer of Impact. He's tired of Demore's process, and he wants a shot or else he's gone from Impact. Demore retaliated by suspending Alexander, telling him he's off, no surrender, and said, "You're going home." And then Josh Alexander gives the big dramatic, "Impact wrestling is my home," and I, I thought I thought that was a cool line. Uh, but then Demore uh, said, "No, Josh, you're a professional." You need to go home, man. And then that was that was kind of the end of it, except for, you know, it was 20 minutes long, uh, but was, very
1: good. Good stuff, man. Great stuff. It, it, it was I get I get harder on people who are bad acting and wrestling. And I thought this was pretty good, actually. It was laid on a little thick. But again, it's pro wrestling. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um. OK. Did this like come up as like the Mustafa Ali thing to you? Like, let me do this thing where I want to go. No, you're going to go home. Like, right. Like, that's not Did that happened to Ali he wants to do so like he asked for his release and they told him no right oh okay like i feel like this is a take on i mean like i'm not saying they're ripping up i'm saying they could be like creatively inspired by this because it happens a lot where guys request their release from wwe and they say no go home right right because like
0: they they have a lot of people it, you know, out there, I I yeah. don't know if it was uh, M- Mustafa Ali, but you know, a lot of people had, that had that happen to so. Mike
1: Bennett. He have he have currently of Impact Wrestling, yep. famously. Like, so I feel like this story, and I like it. By the way, I like when you can take stuff from real life and use it in fiction. That's good stuff. Yeah. I feel like this is in this is inspired from that because usually in wrestling, when when these things happen, the guys like, well, let me have this, or, or I'm going to go. You don't hear that very often, right? Mm-hmm. And I do I do wonder if the uh, the the Brandy Road shout out last week isn't part of this whole masterfully woven tale but for you know
0: yeah well you you brought it up that maybe ethan page was just kind of like doing josh a solid here i think Uh,
1: there's nothing there's nothing about this week's segment that leads me to believe otherwise
0: yeah so i i think that uh, you could be right and they're really really laying it on thick so thick in fact that i I don't believe for a second that Josh isn't signed. Although, no. although if you follow my social media, I am stirring the pot a little bit because impact
1: fans are, they get so mad at that stuff. So, and I've quite enjoyed it. You know, far be it from brace from impact to not be clickbait. <laughs> we are, we embrace yeah. the clickbait. Yeah. We totally, dude, I wrote an article well, a couple weeks ago specifically to get people to click on our web, our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other reason yeah. but to give a shout out to the podcast. So we are scumbags.
0: Yeah, yeah, essentially, um, because I, I had a, a whole article a couple of weeks ago that like I, I, it didn't break records for the for the site. I think that well. record it did well. I think J.D. owns the record for the Omega article. I don't think that's ever getting broken.
1: I do. <laughs>
0: but um, and the headline was uh, Josh, Josh Alexander's off, no surrender, taking dates that weekend. Could he be leaving or
1: something like that? Just something it's great. Super, it was yeah, very great. it was very. I don't want to say fight esque but fight ish (laughs) you know? It was good. I liked it. It was
0: good. And then I I got a lot of replies on it. Like, uh, one one guy was like, uh, maybe he's just taking time off for his family. Like, he legit thought that. And I was like, because he only read the the headline. And I was just like, dude, in the story, he said he's accepting bookings. Unless he's accepting bookings at his house. This isn't like him. Like, you know, this
1: this is actually, he's actually- that would be the big con. Yeah, if <laughs> you in your own house, that would be that would be something. I'm convinced the vast majority of people that reply to Twitter like Twitter posts have never ever bothered to click on the article.
0: Oh no, and you know I'm guilty of that. I. I Thank shared you. an art. I shared an article earlier today with some dumbass football player saying, uh, "The article was about uh, this football player from the from the the I almost say the Commodores, but the Commanders. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I almost said the Commodores, but he said I guess he was asked like you didn't ask me anything. He said if uh you know who would you uh, name three people alive or dead that you'd like to have? I saw with. that. Yeah, and one of the people was Adolf Hitler." Um, and then he, of course, appropriately deleted the tweet and apologized. And so, I I didn't actually read the article because when I responded to it, I was like, "Well, who were the other two people? Genghis Khan and George W. Bush?" You know, like.
1: Ba-dash. I liked it. I liked it. Like, that was that was clever. But in the article, I actually told you who he named. So I'm I'm guilty too. I did the same thing. I responded Jeffrey Dahmer and Paul Pot because yeah. you know, I also did not read the article because I am a, I do enjoy <laughs> kicking a man while he's down. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. oh man. So backstage, uh,
0: Steve Macklin uh, confronts uh, Scott Demore. Says he wants in on Team Impact, which makes sense because the more attacked him last week. Demore told him that it'd be up to Team Impact to decide who was taking Alexander's spot. Um, and I'm all I'm all for a, a Macklin push here. So
1: we we love Steve. Big, big Macklin podcast here. It's interesting. It's interesting. Lots of, uh, lots of like 96 WCW stuff going on in this episode. But but, a lot of who can you trust? Who's going to get lawn
0: darted into the side of the trailer? Uh, VSK. Oh, yeah. He takes a good beating. Yeah. Yes, he does. And he did tonight, boy. Yes, he did. He looked great. Yes, Um, he did. Ring of Honor women's champion, Deonna Perazzo defeated the returning. Former NXT star. I I don't want. to Actually, maybe I shouldn't call her a star of NXT. Star. She definitely was on the show though. Um, and she was wasn't so Santana Garrett. I'm sorry, I didn't even mention the name Santana Garrett. She was in Impact before, and I think she might have been a tag champion with somebody. I'm not sure. Are I you think sure? she was. I think she was in Impact before. She is. Um. Under I've never the hurt. Oh, it says. I'm sorry. It says it right here. She originally competed for Impact under the name Brittany.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I'll yeah. take. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so her and Deanna, this stuff was interesting. Like I, I was an old Taz show listener. Her mm-hmm. and Deanna and I think it was Veda. Scott used to have a segment on the Taz show where they talked about independent wrestling and like they were up and comers at the time. And this is in 2016. Yeah. And I still feel like Santana, like I still see people calling her green and I can't like argue with them, you know? Yeah. You know what though? Um, I, I got to say, so Obviously,
0: Peraza won the match. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some people bagging on this match. I th- I thought it, it was bad. pretty good. I thought it was a pretty good match. And I thought, um, you know, Peraza looked great as usual. But yes. I was just like, um, I thought... Garrett looked better than I had seen her whenever I watched her. Like I only saw her a couple times in NXT. She didn't do much there, no. but I, I thought she looked better than she did there. I thought she was pretty good.
1: She wrestled for AEW to September when they had that, uh the Danielson Suzuki match, right? Same, yeah. same card. And I didn't think she looked great there. I'm going to tell you something. I think that her and Deanna probably worked out together a bunch down at the prone center. Mm-hmm. And I'll be, I, I am of the mind that Deanna kind of carried her to a pretty good match in this one because i have never really been much of a fan but this was probably one of the better matches i've seen from old santana garrett and i don't expect her to come back you know yeah so a lot of people work this
0: taping that normally don't work impact and florida locals yeah. florida locals big con obviously big um local guy um I think a lot of it was, hey, look, we have all these local. We're going to bring in some locals to do some jobs, um, which makes is, sense. Which makes sense. But also, I think there was more than usual because Impact had some COVID issues. So as you've noticed, we have not what? seen Willie Mac. We haven't seen yeah. Heath. We haven't seen a few people. So a
1: lot of that going around right now. Or actually, there's not a lot going on. We're actually oh. on the down. We're on the downslide. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man. Uh, you know, I don't want to get to just places. get a message or something. You just reacted like you had a reaction uh, going there. No,
0: I got some good news about COVID earlier today from our from our doctors oh. here and our commander here and said that we are going to be starting the endemic phase. So what the endemic phase means is we're going back to normal life. <laughs> so like oh, it's can't wait. Yeah, it, it basically means COVID is the flu now um and it's not ever going away so the flu is still technically in the endemic phase so we, mm-hmm. we got it we got it during world war one it's been here ever since it's just a part of normal life and they, i think that we're preparing for that and that's what that's what our people told us here in our clinic so
1: and so like winter time will now be cold and flu and COVID season so yeah
0: yeah and then like Blue every stuff. every year like old people can go to walgreens and get their annual COVID
1: shot you know what i mean like they people- do for the flu shot Old people, my yes. ass is going to be there every November before <laughs> wrestling season, going, yeah. put it right here. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This could, I this is a video podcast because that could have been taken the really the wrong way. Oh, this yeah, week. yeah, yeah. They could point out any
0: part of your anatomy that they thought you were getting a shot at, so. any
1: orifice they would like.
0: But yes, <laughs>
1: yeah, Here's yeah. to the endemic. Yay, it's only been two years. Can you believe it's been almost two freaking years? Oh,
0: man, I can't wait till this crap's over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. A uh, team impact met with Scott Demore about replacing Alexander. Uh, they tried to get Alexander reinstated, but Demore told him to pick a partner. Chris Saban asked Demore to have Jonathan Gresham join Team Impact, and uh, basically Demore said, "You go talk to him." Um, and then next we get Chelsea Green defeating Knockouts Champion Mickey James via DQ in a non-title match. Um, I would say if there was a match that wasn't very good, it's probably this one. It you know ended in a DQ. Uh, Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. They were on commentary. They, Tasha was pretty funny. Um, but short, short match, not much happened. And then, uh, got the DQ there. And, uh, now I think they're going to have a tag match probably next week or something.
1: Tasha was the only thing likable about this segment. Yeah. By the way, did you see the article today on fight speaking of Fightful, the saying that Mickey thinks that the WWE and impact can, can have a long partnership together and they'll be Uh, doing more stuff.
0: Uh, I'd pump the brakes on that one there, Mickey. Maybe, maybe she's just being optimistic. I don't know.
1: Maybe she'd like a job.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Hey, she, uh, she's been out of the fed since what? July. July. She probably misses those checks hitting that mailbox every, every week. Right. So those big fat checks, randomly getting royalty checks, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, she,
1: pro- she probably misses it. She's got a family.
0: She's mm-hmm. got, she's got a mortgage, you know, that stuff is important.
1: Big old ranch as we saw yeah. on the show earlier this year. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. this seg this segment was not good.
0: No, no. If there was a down part, like I, you know, spoiler alert, if tomorrow when my article comes out, there's only gonna be one miss and it's gonna be this. (laughs) So
1: so is it controversial to say I'm kind of over Mickey as knockouts champion? Like I'm over the nostalgia value of it. Um,
0: I was over it heading into hard to kill, but then I thought that it was important to keep the title on her because of the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble, yeah. Now now that the Royal Rumble's over, I I hope she
1: loses it soon. I hope Tasha wins it, honestly. I do too. Um, Tasha's been doing it. Tasha has been make as Jim Ross likes to say, making the most of her minutes. Yeah. She's Tasha's great, man. I think she's a star.
0: Uh, You know, Illa sent me a message and he likes my catchphrase for her. Tasha steals the
1: show. We're going to go ahead and coin that one. That was coming. Coming soon to pro wrestling tease. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Maybe we'll cut her in on that. Maybe. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next, we got Gia interviewing uh, Bupinder Gujar about joining Impact. He said he finally achieved his dream of being a pro wrestler, and he was happy to represent Indian Impact. Uh, Raj Singh approached him to congratulate him. Uh, but once again, Gujar ignored him and walked away. So there's a little something going on there between those two cats. So uh, we'll, we'll see what's up with that here pretty soon,
1: I'm sure. This could have been on BTA.
0: Yeah. Uh, The inspiration approached Caleb and asked him if he was uh, enjoying the phone. They got him last week and they talked him into taking uh, photos of them, at which point he was caught by Madison rain. So a little jealousy going on. Uh, Caleb pretended he was tricked, but rain still scolded him.
1: So Caleb's turning, right? Like that's, and I actually kind of like this, this is stupid, Mm -hmm. but again, Caleb Conley is, um, is an artist. Like he can just make art out of whatever anyone gives him. (laughs) The man is incredible. Like, He's turned and he's going to, I mean, like, I actually think he would be, I think his gimmick would be much better with them and they could actually be actually funny together. Like, yeah,
0: I think this works. Well, because the inspiration, they have these larger than life personalities that Tennille and Madison don't have and Caleb has that too so he fits
1: in better with them they i think all three of them would make each other better so i think um, Caleb kind of carries the act with the influence to be honest with you he does he no he, absol-
0: he absolutely yeah. does like the rain and Tenille are good at certain things but they mm-hmm. were not good um, being a parody of the inspiration so <laughs> i think i think that uh, that ship has sailed and it's time to move on from them
1: it's like when the road warriors fought the powers of pain but a lot worse yeah um next uh, we get the bullet club violent
0: by design and the good Brothers segment another really good segment um and i'm not going to run down everything that was said because that would just take forever You'd be here so, forever yes yeah we'd be here forever but i wanted to point out certain things i thought jay white was tremendous in this segment um i thought this was the best appearance by jay white all week on primetime television. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know you. You were very cold on the uh, Jay White Dynamite appearance. I thought and, it was fine for what it was. They just wanted yeah. you to go, "Hey, Jay White!" Like yeah. that was pretty much all they wanted, right? You know? and,
0: and I, and you know, I, I can actually, I want to get more into that when we, when we go to our Patreon segment. I think that's like our lead story. Okay, but yeah, I, I do, I do have thoughts. I, but I, spoiler, I, it wasn't bad. It really, it really, it was like a small segment,
1: so it, it didn't really it didn't really mean a whole lot so um, whereas here he carries a segment like he yeah. really gets to show how one how great is this is the best jay white promo i've heard since the one he cut at wrestle after wrestle kingdom last year where mm-hmm. he was talking about retiring i thought he was absolutely fantastic tonight yeah. fantastic oh, dude
0: he hit all of his catchphrases he looked like he was he came across as the biggest star in the building, and it's probably because he is. Well, <laughs> there's <laughs> a reason for that.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He he looked great here. I thought Eric Young was really good. At he one was. Point Eric Young started doing a Ric Flair impression, but I don't think he meant to. But it just kind of, it just kind of came
1: off that way. Um, and Eric then, Young, uh, Eric Young goes, "I don't live in the past." And I was thinking that's really good because you won a bikini contest once on this show. So <laughs> don't want <laughs> we don't want to bring that up.
0: He played the cowbell while Mickey James was singing hardcore country one time. So,
1: yeah. That's I'm saying it's a good <laughs> thing Eric doesn't live in the past.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I thought this whole thing was uh, was really good overall. Um It was Tong, great. Tong, low was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. He had some good singers on the Good Brothers. Uh, there was one where um the Good Brothers were bragging about how they had tag team champions all over the place. He goes, "We they were like, "We've been everywhere." And he goes, "Yeah, you've been fired, fired. everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> so. you got fired clap yeah. clap 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 it was good it was really they served him up for it too like it was <laughs> it's actually one of the best tangaloa promos i've heard i thought he was great usually tama does you know carries the load on those things and yeah. tanga got to show yeah. a little bit i think these guys are right at home in this promotion to be honest with you
0: yeah and um you know more more on this later but i think they're also free agents so WG-O-D- yeah i
1: noticed that I noticed yeah. that on Twitter. Yeah, GOD's free
0: agents. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, very, very, very good. Um, leading to a six uh, six man tag or trios match with the Violent By Design taking on the GOD and Jay White next week, and we also got um, the EY versus Jay White match at No Surrender coming up, which I think is going to be a very good match because, as we all know, Eric Young is one of the most underrated performers in the history of wrestling, and when he doesn't get what well, he doesn't, he gets a lot of compliments about his acting ability and his acting chops but he is actually a very good
1: wrestler too so he is i hope we get the um i hope we get like the 2018 jay white because like he's if you watch New japan over the last couple of years he stalls a lot mm-hmm. he does a lot of heat stuff and um i don't know if that's the, what you want to get for this audience. i don't know man i love yeah. jay white but uh Sometimes he goes way too like get heat heavy, like work the crowd, like way, like yeah, really, really working them. So I hope that uh I hope we get a little bit of the older switchblade when he wrestles you, because that could be a really fun match. that potential potentially steal the show, actually.
0: Well, we're gonna get babyface switchblade, which we have not gotten in That's a true. very long time. Not long since he joined time. the bullet club. Mm-hmm. So, and they're they're working babyface here, and they're good babyfaces too. I the crowd. I forgot uh, how good I forgot
1: how good a babyface promo Jay White is. Yeah, like he's good.
0: He's very good. Um, we went backstage. We saw uh, Jonathan Gresham had been taken out and in need of medical assistance. Um, so, Honor No More took him out. So he's not going to be the partner. Then we saw Matt Cardona turning heel last week, attacking Jordan Grace with a chair to win the Digital Media Championship. Miller asked him if he had, uh, had some words about his win last week um a controversial one, she said cardona said he was screwed and hard to kill and he didn't get a rematch and so he decided he could, wanted this title the digital media world championship which i love that's a good line um there wouldn't be wrestlers vlogging playing video games on twitch making youtube shows if it wasn't for him which he is the starter of all of that he's the, at least the first guy i've ever known to do stuff like that so it's true he told Grace to bring it at no surrender because he's always ready.
1: So, so I was right. This was the, yeah. pl- that was the the rider plan all along was to turn heel in the match. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he had this whole thing plotted out, but he did say, he did say that he had been in the ring from with everybody from Roy Fox to the nature boy, Ric Flair himself. But Jordan Grace was his toughest opponent ever. And he felt he needed to do a little something extra in that match to get the title. So.
1: Doesn't say much for John Cena, does it?
0: <laughs> no, no, you kind of shit on John Cena. But mm-hmm. John, John Cena's got Peacemaker. He doesn't care anymore. He's so.
1: dealing with butterflies. Yeah.
0: Uh, OGK, Matt, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, but I do more, defeated Rich Swan and Rhino. So uh, glaring omission here is Heath and uh, Willie Mack. I think they might have been out for COVID reasons. Um, so let's see. Oh, Maria canellis Bennett joins the, the commentary. Um, at some point, uh, team impact and on the more, they, they are told by the referee, they got to get out of there because they've been interfering in the match. Um, Taven and Bennett took control and cut off Swan. After distractions, they worked over, worked him over with the constant quick tags and double team moves. but couldn't keep him down for a three count. Swan managed to make a comeback and use a bit of miscommunication between the OGK to tag and Rhino, who came in and almost hit the Gore, but Maria blinded him with powder, by setting him up for Taven for the win. And then after the match, OGK took down Swan and talked trash to Ring of Honor. Had Kerry Silken, who was at ringside, they threatened to attack Silken, And when Mac- Macklin ran down for the save, Macklin took out Taven. While Rhino finally hit the Gorda Bennett, um, I th- I thought this the whole thing was strong overall. I thought it was a decent match. I feel kind of bad for Rhino right now. He seems like he is hurting. Man he does yeah. He
1: he really looks like he's he's beat up. But again, he's like fifty, right? Like he's yeah. he's been around, man. So I agree. I did like this. I like old school because like powder in the eyes man that's that's old (laughs) like we don't see that anymore like i I, I like it i I enjoy it i like maria doing it like again this is i don't know there's just been this old school flavor in wrestling this year like everywhere that i really i really enjoy like i like not trying to reinvent the wheel um i'm calling it now carrie silken is behind all of this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're gonna they're gonna bitch off him, and I after Ian. Ian's and they're like, oh, "What? You should guys should take Macklin on your team. Like, why is Ian Recabani advising in this situation at all? Yep. Where Where is your loyalty? Loyalty lies, sir. Like mm. this whole thing, this whole thing is very Bischoff Sullivan esque. Like I said, this is I got very WCW ninety six. Who can you trust? Vibes all over the place on this on both teams. Yes. So- Yes, because yeah. Eddie's Eddie, I don't trust you. Who are you? He's a big old dipping during this, which I, you know, that's also old school. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I just I liked I liked everything about this whole segment. I thought it was awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah, and uh and somebody brought I think it was Zilla, he brought it up. Um, was Gresham faking? Was Gresham I, actually taken out?
1: I don't know, I don't man. Know. I don't know. It's definitely, it reeked up that, that whole thing really, really weaked of like some, you'd see in WWE where they go backstage and the guy's just like, like, old, like yeah. old WWF, like in the nineties, like when it was like tolerable, like I liked everything about this, like this, mm-hmm. this seg, this particular angle is just carrying the promotion for me right now. And I love everything about it. It's so good. It's, it's so good. It's carrying them so much
0: that it still continues to outshine the bullet club story. Um, for- because the Bullet Club just kind of appeared and now they have matches, right? But they, they're they starting to get to the
1: Good Brothers and G.O.D., which I do think is, is a story that they can tell. I agree. And I think this week we got kind of the Bullet Club mission statement because, like you said, we got babyface Switchblade and yeah. babyface G.O.D., which we don't get that in New Japan, like, ever. Like, not since Kenny was, you know, on top, right? That's mm-hmm. the last time Bullet Club were, like, kind of babyfaces over there. So... This was good. I felt like, because I felt like it was blending together. And I really liked that this week we really got a separation from what Bullet Club is to what I don't know more is. Like everything feels, at this moment, it feels different. It feels like it's moving in different places. So I'm actually, this again, this is why I'm happier with this episode than the last couple of weeks, because I really felt like stuff started to separate a little bit and, and things were starting to find their water level. I was, man, I love this segment. I was surprised it wasn't the main events. Yeah. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Um, yeah, you mentioned it earlier, but um, Ian Riccoboni and Silken talked backstage when Macklin walked up. Uh, they thanked him. And Macklin said he did it because he had beef with on No more. Eddie Edwards didn't want Macklin on the team. That's Eddie's turning. Uh, but Riccoboni vouched for him. So little known fact, Riccoboni went to train at the Monster Factory, and that's where Steve Macklin
1: trained. I, so that's how they know that. One, I did not know Riccoboni trained. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. Two, where does Ian Riccoboni get off giving impact advice for anything? That's you, right. You snake, you weasel. I love this angle. I absolutely love
0: this angle. Uh, With reluctance, team impact, welcomed Macklin to the team. So I thought the whole segment was strong. And I thought Macklin was great here too. Um,
1: Jim Miller interviewed Giselle. I like Macklin rub. Yeah. I like the Macklin rub. I like like him doing this. This is great. Uh, Miller interviewed Giselle Shaw about stealing Lady
0: Frost spotlight. She says, I can't steal what's mine. Talking about the spotlight. So she's going to wrestle Frost next week speaking of which next week we got giselle versus lady frost mickey james and chelsea green versus tasha Steele and savannah evans chris saban versus kenny king which should be pretty good yes um, and uh, bullet club versus the violent by design uh which will likely be the main event so
1: our, our man Ella made a nice little comment about giselle shaw in the group chat that i cannot repeat no but i get it no, I, I get it, and I, uh, I I think he is right. So I, I don't I get I looked and I said yeah, maybe maybe that's mm-hmm. a little inside baseball for you, but um, yeah. I don't know. I want to see Giselle Shaw in the ring. Um, I was not I wasn't over the moon with the uh, the promo. I want to see what she. I've never seen Ring. John LaRocca swears by her. I just want to see what she can do.
0: Well, if LaRocca swears by her, then uh, you know, I I am very interested in what she's got. So. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we get uh, W. Morrissey Defeating Brian Myers and the flock I mean, I'm sorry uh, the- <laughs>
1: This was very uh, <laughs> <that> was, <laughs> like this was Myers very. is
0: dressed exactly like Raven. And then he's yep. got his lackeys coming out. You got Lenny and Lodi coming 100%. out. 100%. <laughs> so uh Zicky Dice is definitely Lodi. And I guess maybe VSK, he kind of looks like sick boy. He's you
1: know, a little sick boy.
0: He's yeah, a little yeah. Scott Vick. Yeah. But I, I, I loved it. So Morrissey's coming down to the ring and then VSK just runs up the ramp and gets his ass kicked immediately. Just great stuff they are doing such a good job of building up morrissey for this title match mm-hmm. he, he is just he's flat out awesome the people were with him um they they uh they end up attacking the guy uh attacking morrissey and then they put up two to a table on each side of the ring and then immediately zicky dice goes to the damn table uh because he's an idiot because he's and, zicky dice because he's zicky dice and then on the other side um, they actually put him on the table, but it breaks, and it's because he's super heavy, right? <laughs> uh, it, the whole thing actually worked. and uh, so they 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 beat him up some more. They have the table just kind of leaning up against the ring, and then Morrissey gets off of it, knocks out Myers, grabs uh, VSK, throws him off the top rope through the table, and just smashes it all to hell. It looked pretty it sick. Dude. It was great. Great, great, great spot. So he's taken out both the Dyson VSK. Uh, Morrissey and Myers went back and forth with weapons. But even after many Kendo shots from Myers, Morrissey kicked out at one. Uh, Myers attacked Morrissey with a trash can lid, followed by duct taping Morrissey to the ropes and then just beat the holy hell out of Morrissey. But Morrissey kept coming back for more. Uh, just when Myers thought he could uh, he could get the pin, he actually cut Morrissey off from the uh, the duct tape, went for the roster cut. But Morrissey came back with a big lariat, a corner splash trifecta and a big boot. Morrissey hit the BOE, but instead of going for the pin, he brought out thumbtacks and hit the hit a third BOE for the win. So after the match, then Moose attacked Morrissey with the title belt, choked him with a chair, wrapped it around Morrissey's neck, and hammered it with a second chair. And then he falls down to the ground. He's got his face leaning on the chair, and he hits him again with kind of a concerto thing, um, which looked really, really cool. Just a great segment overall, really fun. Morrissey came across like a badass. Moose comes across like the biggest shit heel in the world. Um, just great, great stuff.
1: Lots of heat this week on Mid-South Impact. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a compliment, by the way. hundred percent. I love it. Mid yeah. South, that's, yeah. that's like one of the highest things I can say for a television show. Like this was, I, man, this was such a good segment. This is a guy in Morrissey who four years ago, the WWE programmed him with Daniel Bryan on his return. And everybody went, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Right. Like this guy pissed his career away and everybody wrote, everybody wrote him off. And I don't think there's a better comeback story Uh, Yeah, no, because those guys were gone. No, this guy came back this year. Yeah. 2021 was a great comeback story for for Morrissey. And he's just proven to be an MVP level player here. Man, I think he's been, I think he's been fantastic. Just uh, absolutely tremendous. Everything
0: he's done has been great. They have really built him up great. He looks like he is a really threat to the title. And he could be a guy that they can get behind. I know they're going to lead towards, you know, Moose and Josh Alexander, but you know, they, I think they got something here in Morrissey, man. He's great.
1: I think you had a bound for glory match with uh, Morrissey and, and Josh Alexander down the line that you can keep these guys apart and eventually bring them together. And you can actually have a money drawing match. Like, yeah. I think they're doing a great job building both these guys up. Like it's, um, it's great, man. I I never thought I would feel this way about big casts uh, and you know, here where uh, we are.
0: A lot of people that don't really watch impact, they see, they see him and they're like, Oh my God, they're pushing him. And I have to be like, no, you don't understand. That's not big Cass. That's W Morrissey. He's a completely different character and he's completely rebuilt himself up uh, to being something really
1: good. The only person I I could compare him to was when remember Drew McIntyre when he left WWE Mm -hmm. and he was a joke, right? And then Impact picked him up and he was doing stuff with ICW and every Evolve and the Drew Galloway character really blossomed, right? Mm -hmm. And I love Drew Galloway's indie work before he went back to WWE. It was great. I think Morrissey is on that level right now. As far as a character, as far as work goes, it's very comparable to like 2016 Drew Galloway. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. He's he's uh he's great, promos are great, the matches are getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, he is not going to be Kenny Omega, but he's also no. seven feet tall. He ain't gotta be. So no.
1: Um nor should he be.
0: No. But hey, uh everybody, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and Spotify for free, uh go ahead and uh Uh, hang out with us oh and on the impact lounge on youtube as well if you're checking us out there for free cool it was great talking to you this week um if you're interested we're getting ready to uh keep the conversation going over on fight game media network plus it's our premium subscription service head over to patreon.com slash fight game media it's five bucks a month uh not only do you get this kind of content we got mma boxing aew wwe everything that you could think of Uh, classic content we have it all man five dollars a month so come over and check us out Uh, right now we're going to keep the conversation going over there uh we've got some news we're going to talk uh jay white talk uh lance storm we're going to talk some Josh Alexander. Um, and then we're going to talk about an interesting topic that old John Alba from Ad Free Shows brought up. Uh, that started a whole controversy about uh, Dave Meltzer's star ratings and TNA wrestling. So we're, we're going to get into that a little bit. So J.D.'s rolling his eyes if you can't see. But, uh, yeah, this should, should be a fun conversation, so check us out over there. But if not, we'll, we'll check you guys next week. All right. Later.